You're listening to the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hinder, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way. And I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee, or if you're like me, a craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. So today, I wanted to talk about something that I mentioned in the last episode, where we were talking about how how your follower number is not the be-all, end-all when it comes to social media success. And while that is super true, and while I'm always telling my clients and people who reach out that no, it's not all about the follower number, let's be honest, we still tend to obsess over our numbers. And many people look for any way possible to grow that follower number and to keep growing it, right? Um, And if you've fallen into this trap, don't worry, you aren't alone. You are like all the other business owners and influencers and even regular account owners out there who kind of become obsessed with this figure and watching it grow and wanting it to grow very, very rapidly. Um, And I think it often, this desire to see that number go up um, often drives us to look for ways to grow um, and look for any ways to grow, but specifically quick ways to grow. And I think that can be really detrimental to our accounts um, and to how we think about social media success, how we think about growing our businesses online, how we think about growing our accounts. Um, and I will tell you, as a former you know, influencer and now a business owner who creates content um, and wants to help you know, businesses be successful in their accounts, I've seen all the tactics. Let me tell you, I have seen all of them. Um, and so I thought we'd go over some of the more common ones um, for, in fact, ways that people, tactics basically, that people use to grow their follower numbers that I think are actually much more detrimental to you. And I would say PS, chances are, if you're trying to grow your business and you're trying to show up more authentically, uh, you've probably gotten a DM that showed up in your hidden messages on Instagram about one or more of these, probably in the last week, to be honest. So let's dive in. Number one is the follow for follow method. And this concept is pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. uh, As the name suggests, usually other people who are also trying to grow their accounts agree to follow you in exchange for you to follow them. Um, And it's a pretty simple way to increase your follower number with real people who run active accounts, which is always a bonus. So this might seem like a really good and viable way to grow your follower number, but let me tell you, it's not always the best idea. Why? Because the issue comes in because these people usually aren't your target market, right? They tend to be maybe other business owners. Maybe they happen to be in your space or maybe they're in your same city, but they're not really your target demographic. They're not really your people who are going to buy your business or, you know, attend one of your events or use your services. Often, There are people who are just kind of also looking to grow. They're trying any way possible. Um, And so they, while they're going to follow you and they're going to be real accounts, the likelihood that they're going to then engage with your account afterwards is pretty small, right? Because you're not actually what they're looking for. You're not maybe the type of content they enjoy um, or they want to take in or they want to engage with. And so they're following you, but they're kind of like a dead follower in the sense of they're not actively engaging with your account. And that's going to hurt um, your account 
overall on the algorithm, right? Cause you're going to, it's going to be clear to them that you have followers that aren't actually engaging with your content. So they follow you, but they're not actually interested in what you're posting with such a message through the algorithm, uh, maybe you're not creating the most engaging or interesting content. So the follow for follow method isn't great, although it does, yes, give you um, real people with active running accounts. Another method that's very common, and actually this was very, very popular, I would say like four to five years ago, and that's the follow unfollow method. Very popular. Um, you could even pay a company to do this on your behalf. And the concept was, again, super simple. You follow a bunch of accounts that are you know, in your target demographic, maybe um, by age or gender or location. Um, and then you wait a couple days to see who follows you back. And those that follow you back, you keep following. And those who didn't follow you, you then unfollow. So that's why it's called the follow unfollow method. Um, and, you know, if they followed you, then yeah, you've gained a new follower. Yay. You now have a, someone else that you're following as well. So it's, you know, the same thing. So the um, numbers are going up both on your followers and the accounts you follow page. But the people who do this, they say the benefit of this is that Usually it's people who are interested in your account because they choose to follow you, right? These aren't usually fake accounts. These aren't bot accounts. Um, these are actually engaged people um, who are interested in what you're posting because they chose to follow you, right? Um, which certainly that is a bonus. And at the same time, I think it can do a lot of damage to your account. Um, but you know what? Honestly, back in the day when this kind of rolled out in this idea, I wasn't totally sure. So I did try it out for two weeks back in, I would say, 2017 or so. Um, I got this company um, and they kind of followed and unfollowed on my behalf based on parameters that I gave them on my account um, because I wanted to see if it was effective and if it was really an authentic growth method that allowed me to attract my ideal clients and my ideal followers. Um, and I will tell you, after two weeks, I hated it. And I discontinued uh, the service and immediately vowed that I was never going to follow unfollow again. Um, why? Because I ended up with a ton of accounts in my feed that I had no interest in following, right? The, the program itself or the person who was running it followed, I don't know, a thousand accounts maybe in the first week. Um, so I suddenly had a thousand more people who were in my feed that I had to scroll through every day. So that meant I wasn't seeing the accounts that I really wanted to see. I wasn't seeing family and friends anymore. I wasn't seeing the other influencers who I really enjoyed seeing their content. Um, also too, the system itself ended up following and unfollowing and following again and unfollowing again, the same people over and over again. And of course, I didn't know that because there were thousands of people who they were following and unfollowing over the course of two weeks. Um, but it happened so much that one person actually messaged me and was like, what the heck are you doing? You followed and unfollowed me three times now. Are you interested in my content or not? And I was mortified because that was not at all what I meant to do. That was not at all what I was thinking this program, the system was going to do. Um, so I found that it really wasn't the best way to grow um, and use that. And people are very convincing that this could be a really good method and that it's a very authentic method. But I personally don't find it to be a very successful one or a very useful one. 
And I also found too that the people who followed me as a result of the follow and follow method were not as engaged with me as people who found me organically, right? If people came across me because I showed up on their discover page, right? Or their explore page, if you know, someone sent them a post of mine that they really enjoyed and then they chose to follow, they were a much more engaged follower than people who followed as a result of this method. So I would recommend not using the follow unfollow method. Okay. The third kind of tactic that I've seen people use to grow their followers is just outright purchasing followers. I mentioned this in the last episode. Um, and I think this is probably the most common offer I get in my DMS. Um, probably the most common way to grow an account quickly is to just purchase followers. And you can do that for a pretty low price. I got to be honest, you can purchase thousands and thousands of followers for like a hundred bucks or less. In fact, some people I've seen as many as like, you can get 700 followers for like 10 bucks. Um, And, you know, of course, now all of these businesses, if you want to call it that, um, they promise you quality followers. They promise you real accounts. But it's all a lie, right? Um, And while these are real accounts in the sense that they exist, right, they're not accounts that actively are using their account. They're not accounts where the owners are like actively on it, like doing it. Like, can you imagine? These are just mass produced accounts that maybe the same person makes a dozen. Maybe they're all made by bots. I mean, God knows how they're all made. But it's not like someone is sitting on their phone waiting to go follow accounts from a list they get of like, here, go follow all these accounts now as a result of the fact that they just paid money. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, and I will tell you now that I've been in the business for a fairly long time. Um, you can often see the accounts that have done this just by looking at their list of followers. Right. So a couple like dead giveaways for me, um, is if you have a number of accounts in a row that are all from a foreign country, Um, you know, if you're not a travel blogger or something like that, um, they're often from a foreign country. Many of them don't have a profile picture, um, or when you tap on the profile to see more, maybe they have a total of nine photos. They're all kind of posted on the same day or within the same week. And that's it. Um, often the photos were posted a year ago, two years ago, four years ago. Um, often the username doesn't actually match the handle on their profile, um, or the profile picture doesn't actually match the pictures that are in the account. All of these are red flags. All of these are dead giveaway that these are not true and authentic accounts that these were probably purchased. Now you have the occasional one like this and this happens, you know, like I get followed by these accounts just randomly at times and that's fine. You know, you have your random one-off, but when you see dozens and dozens of accounts like this in a row on someone's account, it's pretty clear that they chose to purchase followers in order to boost their numbers and kind of boost this vanity metric. Um, so you want to, you want to avoid this, right? The issue really with buying followers, I mean, there are many, but one, it's just being inauthentic. These, that's not really the number of followers you have because they don't give two hoots about the content that you make, right? This also hurts your engagement rate numbers because none of these accounts are going to actually interact with your content. They're gonna be there for that vanity metric of, ooh, I have 10,000 followers or whatever, but none of them are gonna like your posts. None of them are gonna comment on your posts. They're not gonna share it. They're not gonna save it. They're not gonna be actively engaged in what you're creating. And so who cares what the follower number is if they're not actually helping you grow your business? Um, and if they're actually tanking your engagement rate numbers, um, they are very rarely your target location, your target market, your target demographic. 
Um, and so, you know, because of that, all of these things are going to skew the algorithm and then they're not going to be putting your content in front of the people who should be seeing it. They're going to be putting it in front of more people like that, who probably are not even in the country to be able to buy your product or service or attend your event. Um, so really purchasing followers is definitely the worst idea ever. Do not do it. It's going to tank your account and it's going to basically be so hard to recover from that. You would be better off just starting an entirely new account if you did that. Um, and the last one I wanted to talk about as a tactic uh, for follower growth that I suggest you avoid are giveaway pods. Now, okay, I admit that I do think that there is a time and a place for a great giveaway. Um, some, you know, social media strategists will tell you never do a giveaway. I disagree, but I think there are effective ways to use a giveaway for your account. And I think there are very ineffective ways that are gonna actually hurt your um, account in the long run. So let's talk about both of those. First, there's definitely a difference between the two, right? A giveaway pod, right, um, that goes onto your account, these are bringing in people from all over the place who are participating in this giveaway. The giveaway pods seem like a great idea because often they will bring you a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. I mean, I've seen promises of up to 50,000 followers. Um, which is awesome because you're partnering with a bunch of accounts. Usually it's somewhere between 20 and I don't know, 30 um, other accounts that are trying to grow. You're all kind of co-sharing this giveaway. Usually it's a big ticket item. It's a trip to Disney. It's a camera and all the odds and ends that go along with it. It's a, I don't know, $750 gift card to Target. It's, it's something significant that people are going to want, right? And so you're doing this with a bunch of other people. You often pay a small amount to be entered and to be part of the giveaway pod. Um, and then basically your followers go and follow every other person who's part of this. And then their followers come and follow you. And that's kind of how you grow is you're getting followers from all the different accounts who are part of this giveaway pod. Um, and you're growing that way. I will admit that, you know, for my influencer account, I definitely did several of these back in like 2016 or so. Um, and it definitely was part of what helped me hit that 160,000 followers on Instagram. Um, it was amazing in a lot of ways. But what I quickly learned is there's giveaways and there's giveaways, right? So finding the right giveaway is really kind of challenging. So these giveaway pods, I think, are not a great way to grow. Why? Because you get people from all over who are following you, right? Um, many will end up not being part of your niche. Many are going to end up not being really interested in the content you create, the service you provide, the events you offer, the products you sell. Um, but they're really interested in the giveaway package, right? So. Um, I did several for like Target gift cards, Target and Starbucks gift cards, right? Like, yes, do I shop at Target? Absolutely. Do I love a good Starbucks? Sure. Um, but the people who like shopping at Target and Starbucks are vast and there are many and they're not exactly, you know, my target demographic for what I was doing on the influencer account at the time, but they all come and follow you. So that's a little tricky because now you have all these followers who aren't exactly your target demographic. Also, what happens at times is people are so obsessed with winning these giveaways that they will make a handful, dozen, two dozen extra accounts, 
You know, they're like giveaway entry accounts where people have like their personal account and then they have the account they use to just enter giveaways, which is, you know, a great way for them to be able to enter a ton of giveaways. The problem is, is they're not actively using and engaging on their giveaway account. They're just using it to enter giveaways. So that again is not really a way that you're growing because that account isn't actually useful or helping you and your account at all. Two, I found that many people unfollow all the people they followed after the giveaway is over and they didn't win. So yeah, you get this influx of followers. Maybe you gained 2,000 followers from this great giveaway um, pod that you did, but then you lose 500 in the matter of a day or two um, as a result of the you know giveaway being over, them not winning, and them being super uninterested in your content. So I would not say that these giveaway pods where there's just like mass producing 30 something, you know, accounts are part of it and you got to follow everyone to be part of it is a good idea. However, I do want to say before I sign off one word about a good giveaway, because I do think giveaways can be a really good and effective way to grow your account on occasion. Um, And I would say the way you want to do this is you want to partner with a handful of brands or businesses that target your same demographic, but offer different services. So let me give you an example. Maybe you are a personal stylist for professional women. Okay, that's really your niche. That's what you've kind of honed into, etc. So you could put together a giveaway that offers, I don't know, 30 minutes a 30 minute consultation with you along with other things. And then you could partner with maybe a clothing boutique that specializes in suiting, right? That's going to be super interesting to professional women, maybe a mid-level career coach, right? These professional women who are looking to advance their careers, they're going to be going to this coach and maybe a popular local coffee shop where they might go to get their morning Java, or maybe they're working out of the office and they're working from there. All of those entities are targeting your specific niche. They're maybe in your location, right? Whatever city that you're in. And so therefore their followers could potentially be your followers and could potentially be your clients. That could be a good giveaway, right? So you partner with, you know, as a personal stylist, you partner with the clothing boutique, the career coach and the coffee shop. And you give, you know, a 30 minute session. The coach gives a 30 minute session. The clothing boutique gives, um, $50 off a suit and the coffee shop gives a month free of coffee. You know, you put that all together in one giveaway package and you offer it jointly together. That could be a really, really good and really effective way to use a giveaway to grow your account. So I do want to say that because not all giveaways are horrible. Um, but the giveaway pods I think are not always the smartest way to grow. So that is, uh, my take on kind of four of these kind of standard growth tactics that people use for their followers. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions or if you've seen other tactics that you're curious about, or you're wondering like, is this good for me? Should I try that? Um, I'm happy to talk about them and kind of walk you through. Honestly, if it exists, I've probably tried it or seen clients who have tried it, or I have looked into it to figure out if it is effective and useful and authentic or not. So bottom line, don't do anything that is inauthentic, that is non-intentional, that is a kind of get rich quick, get followers quick scheme. Um, Do things that are very intentional and very, very focused on your niche. So till next time, I hope you have a great week.